Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, live in Anaheim at the NRB convention, Proclaim 2019. Joined now by our favorite White House correspondent. Can you believe we met all the way from Washington, D.C., all the way from Colorado Springs. We're here in California together. Anthony Harper, Dr. Anthony Harper, welcome to the program. Hey, it's great to join you. So, yeah, lots awesome. happening at the White House, right? So you and I first met, I think, uh, well, you've been on our program so many times, but uh -huh. at the Trump inauguration mm -hmm. so many years ago, uh, it seems like forever that President Trump was inaugurated, became our president, but you were now, a couple years later, at the White House on a regular basis, reporting from the James Brady press room. And what's the latest? Okay, the latest is the uh, Prime Minister's uh, event uh, there uh, with President Trump. Of course, the signing and, and honoring Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights. So uh, the document that was signed uh, was presented to the news reporters there. Uh, I have a video of that. It was a very unique event, very historic event, but uh, a lot of uncertainty right now, but because of the prime minister election. I uh, don't know what, what President Trump said to the prime minister about the peace deal, uh, but uh, there are a lot of things to pray about, uh, serious concerns about a peace deal. So as we record this, it's still a week or so before the new Israeli elections, uh, and this may air after the Israeli elections, but there seems to be a controversy surrounding Prime Minister Netanyahu. Um, he is facing indictment. Maybe the day after the elections, he will be accused of, uh, the way I read this, it's just uh, he accepted some cigars from people, and they're calling that bribery. It seems a little bit contrived to me. I support Prime Minister Netanyahu, but um, do you think he'll survive this controversy? It's hard for me to say. Uh, I, I hope that he survives. Uh, the Prime Minister's opposition, uh, retired general, I guess, Benny Gantz, uh, Benny Gantz would, I think, easily support a division of Jerusalem and uh, establishing a Palestinian state. So um, there's a lot up in the air regarding this. And uh, from the prophet Joel, I've shared with you and your listeners before, it's a warning about dividing Israel, dividing Jerusalem. And I've shared that with President Trump and the Prime Minister's office. So hopefully they, they've read that about the warning. So. Well, that's the second concern uh, that you so articulately bring up is that when President Trump meets with evangelicals concerning Israel, nobody is warning him about God's prohibition on dividing Jerusalem, as it says in Joel 3 and verse 2, that God will enter into judgment against the nations who divide his land. And, and that could be a warning against America, that if, if President Trump goes over there with the so-called peace plan, the new uh, Trump deal, the deal of the century, as it's going to be called. Um, and that is America advocating to, to divide Jerusalem. That could backfire against us and against President Trump. It will backfire. And we know for, uh, from Scripture in Genesis, those that curse Israel will be cursed, and those that blessed will be blessed. So even though President Trump has done a lot of good in getting the U.S. Embassy move, uh, moved to Jerusalem or the Golan Heights, the recognition of Israel's sovereignty, if he tries to make, make a deal and uh, try to please both sides, major problems for America. So, so let's say it's uh, after the Israeli elections, and you'll be reporting there. We'll have a live report, hopefully, when you're in Israel, telling us how the elections turned out. But let's say 
there is a new government, whether or not Netanyahu is the leader of that government may be not as big a concern as whether or not the new government is going to compromise with the Palestinians to trade land for peace and whether or not President Trump is advocating for that new deal of the century to trade land for peace. Does peace really ever come or is it just another land grab for the Muslims and the Arabs? Well, we know peace eventually comes, but it's only with Jesus, with Yeshua to return. So um, there's no way there's going to be any peace. We know from, from, from Scripture about in Revelations a false peace plan that's, that will be arranged, that people will buy into for a short time. And we, I don't know, if we, maybe at that point right now, this false peace plan is, uh, is the one that's uh, prophesied. Well, one bright spot this week was that, as you said, President Trump did sign a new American declaration recognizing the Golan Heights are part of Israel. You've been there. What is the Golan Heights and why is this important? Well, the Golan Heights is, is so crucial uh, because of its strategic position. You know, it borders uh, close to Syria, right on the uh, bordering Syria. And, and, and if Syria were to have control of that area, they could easily store a lot of rockets over there have the advantage uh, militarily to get the rockets very quickly down into Israel. From the They'd have the high ground. They'd have the high, yeah, literally the high ground. So it, Israel can't afford uh, to give up that. And so President Trump has honored that, that right of theirs to do that. Of course, they didn't need President Trump's uh, permission to have that. I think they, they, very clearly that's their territory anyway. I'm going to ask to show a short film clip that you gathered when you were at the White House. Here's Prime Minister Netanyahu with President Trump. They're walking out to their car. Of course, you couldn't get very close for security reasons, but, but uh, explain this video that people are going to see. Well, um, this is very, very brief. Uh, President Trump comes out with the Prime Minister uh, and to uh, present the document to all the news reporters. Uh, the signed document honoring Israel's uh, right, the sovereignty uh, for them over the Golan Heights. And then, of course, the uh, Prime Minister exits in his vehicle, get away. He has to get, actually get back to Israel quickly uh, from this video because of the rockets being fired from, in from Gaza. So um, that's kind of a backdrop uh, why the, the Prime Minister, uh, this, this meeting was very short, and then he had to leave very quickly. So I think we're rolling this video as kind of B-roll as you, as you talk about it and describe it. Yeah. But uh, as Netanyahu was there meeting with Trump, you're saying that more rockets are being launched against the Jewish people in, in Israel? Well, at, at, the, at the time of that meeting, of that document signing, I think the rockets had stopped. It, it just brought right before that meeting, they had they'd been fired. Of course, they're, they're going to continue to do that. So. Um, it's hard to say when the rockets are going to start up again. Well, this reinforces the importance of us supporting their sovereign right to self-defense and helping to, you know, with the little bit of foreign aid that we give, maybe we can uh, continue to beef up the Iron Dome program for self-defense against literally uh, Muslim terrorists trying to kill Jewish civilians in Israel by launching rockets from the Gaza Strip from Syria, who knows where, where the next ones are going to come from. Is this really backed by uh, Iran and Russia, or what's the connection there? Well, of course, so we know Iran uh, has uh, asked for Israel. They want to destroy Israel, get it, wipe them off the face of the map. There have been many comments condemning Israel. So uh, Iran's part of the problem, Russia in, in cahoots with Iran, is supporting them, and because we have Russia 
and Iran on the borders uh, in Syria uh, to threaten Israel. At any point, they could easily uh, cross over. So, uh, you know, one of the very serious concerns about, uh, you know, about this hatred, and I think what adds to this is those UN schools issues we've been covered before. It's called UNRWA, and the hateful curriculum, the, the, the recruitment by the, of the students by Hamas yeah. in Gaza, West Bank, uh, East Jerusalem, very bad. You know, as long as there's a curriculum, there's UN schools inciting kids to violence against the Jews, as long as Hamas is recruiting these students, the textbooks that don't honor Israel at all, uh, that even it exists. So. You know, in, in humility, we may not look like much. We're, we're a couple of, uh, shall we say, middle-aged uh, wannabe reporters. But this man is the tip of the spear in one sense, because when he is in the White House asking these questions of the president's people, he is actually getting responses and shifting policy as, as they're confronted with these questions. Why do American taxpayer dollars support training Muslim children to launch rockets into Israel? That's a question that the administration has to wrestle with. And it's actually helping them form their policy just by having to answer the question. So, Anthony, I want to thank you for coming on our program and the great work that you're doing to support Israel. Well, I uh, thank you. That, that funding to the UN agency, UNRWA, has stopped. Uh, I, I, I have been having meetings with uh, Senator James Risch, just had one recently in Washington, D.C., and so he confirmed that the funding truly has stopped, but uh, the UNRWA uh, people are lobbying the Congress to try to get, to convince the Congress to re start refunding that again. But it's unlikely with President Trump in the position that they'll be able to, to get that going again. So. so because of your support, to Dr. Anthony Harper through his website, imcnews.org. And because he works with senators like James Risch of, of Idaho, we have actually stopped funding Palestinian terrorists with American tax dollars. You cannot get a better investment than to sponsor people like Dr. Anthony Harper at the White House. Mention your website again. How can people support you? Well, uh, imcnews.org, short for Intermountain Christian News, and just look for a donate button. And uh, you know, to get involved, I'm the people's reporter at the White House. And you know, I'm not part of the big, the big media, the mainstream media, making a difference, and those questions are paying off. Exactly right. Dr. Anthony Harper, imcnews.org. I'm Dr. Chaps. We'll be right back. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because... Did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800-mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our U.S. Congress has now three brand-new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar, and they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel, and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem. Stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We're live at the NRB convention in Anaheim, Proclaim 2019, where I've met a returning guest and a favorite of our program, Dr. Alveda King, the niece of Dr. ML King. And uh, Alveda, we just learned you were actually the godmother of Angela Stanton King, who was just a guest on our program last week. Talk about your relationship with her. Wow, so Angela was with you. I met Angela when she was released from federal prison. Yeah. And that was many years ago. And she had had her little daughter, who's 14 years old now, and she had had her child chained to the bed in the federal prison. Wow. So when she was released, she was looking for someone to love her, to mentor her. And God connected us, and we have become very close over the years. Well, we love that interview. Uh, just coming out of prison, and now she's like a Hollywood movie actress. I mean, she's doing all these documentaries and live reality television. You really sewed into her life as a godly influence. Why did you care to do that with a stranger? Well, I have mentored many people, young people, and helped people to know that if you have a problem, we must go to God. That was the way that I was raised through the death of my uncle Martin Luther King Jr., my father A.D. King. They were Baptist preachers during their lifetime. My grandmother Alberta King was shot while playing the organ in church. Daddy King, her husband, taught us to love and forgive. That's all I know. So Angela had many problems and some people had mistreated her and she'd done some things she shouldn't do. And I said, well, if we can pray and if you can repent, God will heal you, deliver you, and we'll do well. Today, Angela is the owner of a publishing company. She's a reality TV star, a mother, and uh, an activist. And so I'm just glad to know Angela and to be her godmother. So you and I have something else in common, maybe our audience doesn't know, but we both earned doctorate degrees, and we both have honorary doctorate degrees. But for you, it's not about the title. It, I think you corrected me and said you'd rather be an evangelist. Evangelist L.V. the King is what I'm known as today, and I'm happy to do that, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because it's not about us, it's about Jesus. It sure is. Well, I'm so honored to know somebody of like heart and like mind. Um, what have you been up to lately? You've been a spokesman for the pro-life movement. What's happening? Dr. Chaps, I'm the executive producer of a film, Roe v. Wade. The Roe v. Wade movie tells the true and general account, the generally not known account of how abortion really became legal in the United States of America. And I'm one of the executive producers with the creator, Nick Loeb, his partner, Kathy Beckerman, uh, John Voigt, Troy Duhan, and we have made a movie. You will meet characters such as Dr. Mildred Jefferson, the first African-American woman to graduate from Harvard School of Medicine, but she helped to co-found National Right to Life. Dr. Bernard Nathanson, who was a notorious abortion doctor, and he had a wake-up call from the Lord, and he began to speak truth and life. Norma McCorvey, who is the Roe of Roe v. Wade. I met her once protesting outside of Notre Dame. So you know she never had an abortion. That's right. And she was trying to reverse what happened when they used her as their poster child. So we meet all of these people in Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade the movie. Let's roll a video clip of this movie. It's coming out to theaters near you. Roe v. Wade in the grand scheme of things, is not that important. I understand the importance that people attach to the Roe v. Wade decision. Real history of the 1973 Roe v. Wade abortion decision. The Senate has just confirmed. Brett Kavanaugh is officially confirmed. That will flip the decision. 
We have been in our second civil war for over 50 years now. A bunch of disorganized men are going to rid this country of abortion restriction. Doctors must protect life from the point of conception. Are you sure you want to do this? You're a liar. You did this. You led me down this path. You didn't want them. You seen the post this morning? I saw it. Idiot. There's a leak. They've got Hollywood on their side. This is a conspiracy. We found a girl in Texas. We'll give her a pseudonym. Call her Jane Roe. We found the right pregnant girl and the lawyers we could control. When you see a kid out of law school get to argue to the highest court in Texas, we want to rally behind the women's movement to get the TV media on board. What he's trying to say is I am the first Negro woman to graduate Harvard Medical. Faith in God. Respect for his law. You should join us. I promise you'd have more freedom. But we weren't Jewish, so we didn't say anything. And then they came after the mentally deficient. But we weren't deficient, so we did nothing. And now they're coming after the unborn. And so you're going to do nothing? It's God's duty to forgive. It's ours to rule the law. You're changing your vote because your family found out. Or, or was it the media? If we don't sort this out, fur will fly today. You were trying to control this warrant, old buddy. That is completely unethical. In the matter of Roe v. Wade, I want the case re-argued. So you want to enslave women? I gotta go before I blow a gasket. We got the majority. We're gonna win. So this is beyond the authority of the Supreme Court. We are the law of the land. These girls should not be put through the pregnancy and should be entitled to an abortion. The true silent minority. Who is speaking for these children? We will hear arguments in Roe against Wade. Welcome back. I'm with Dr. Elvita King. Uh, Elvita, explain that that three-minute clip. There, it's like a, a hodgepodge. There's some news events, and then there's uh, actors. What is the movie all about? It's a docudrama. It's not a documentary. It's a real film. And so you meet people in the settings and in the circumstances where that bill became law. But in the time period that Roe versus Wade was passed, abortion was illegal and there were many protests on either side. Somehow, the lawmakers said, well, since we can't see inside of the mother's body, we don't know if that's a baby or not. And so we know today, we know it's a baby, we can see the 3D, 4D ultrasound, and we can see all of that. So what were the circumstances and conditions that allowed the killing of a baby in the womb of a mother to be legal? And Roe v. Wade tells that. Well, a lot has changed in medicine since 1973. We're a lot, I think, technologically and biologically smarter than we used to be. Maybe it's time for that bad decision to be reversed. Absolutely. And in reversing that, we have to assure and promise women that women are a priority. We care about the mother. We care about the baby. We care about the father, who sometimes regrets that lost fatherhood. But there has to be a better way to serve humanity than to kill our babies. Let's take a short break. We'll have more with Dr. Elvita King.
Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps at the NRB convention in Anaheim, joined again by Dr. Elvita King, who has just produced a new movie coming out to theaters, Roe v. Wade, the movie. And I think that's the website where people can find a clip. What's the website? RoeVWadeMovie.com. And that's where you can see the trailer. You can hear how it came to be. And as a movie now coming out into the public so we can really know what happened with the circumstances that actually made abortion legal. Now at the end of the movie they're going to roll credits and they're going to say some, somewhere in there Dr. Elvita King title. What is your title in this movie? I'm an executive director in the movie and I have a cameo spot as the mother of Dr. Mildred Faye Jefferson, the founder of National Right to Life. Well, this is really exciting. There are more and more Christian movies being made, and you have a, a hand in this. Yes, I do. There are several uh, pro-life movies, uh, movies that tell us about how abortion is impacting America and all of that, Unplanned, Gosnell, Order of Rights, many of those are coming out. But what people don't realize, I began a film and entertainment career, and that includes stage acting and movie acting and now producing and songwriting and all of that when I was in my 20s. So I've been doing this for many, many years. I'm a member of Screen Actors Guild and all of that. So I know that the culture is impounded by the arts and by entertainment. So I happen to believe that if we can get good messaging, good news into film and in the arts, then the whole society will be improved upon. Talk for a minute about the impact that abortion has had, not just on the American culture, now it's a global phenomenon, but particularly on the African American culture in the United States. In the African American community, over 60 million babies have been legally aborted since 1973, the passage of Roe v. Wade. And about a third of those babies are African American children, and yet we are less than a third of the population. We're a very small amount of the population of America, but we get about a third of the abortions. And so we know that eugenics and genocide plays a part in abortion in America. And the founder of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, she had some words about that. 
Margaret Sanger said, colored people are like weeds, they need to be exterminated, but we don't want the word to get out that that is our goal. I'm paraphrasing that, you'd have to actually Google it and, Google it and get her real words, but she said that black people needed to be exterminated and abortion was a way that it would happen. Now, abortion was illegal during her lifetime. She had the Negro Project giving free vasectomies and free tubal ligations to African American people, and her birth control plan with the shots and pills and devices that are linked to so many health problems with women today. That was also part of her agenda. And it's really dramatically hurt the population, but also killed innocent children. Yes. But in our generation, we have people like Hillary Clinton, people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and they're praising the legacy of Margaret Sanger. Well, women have been angry and frustrated for many, many years, and sometimes to our own detriment as women, we will make choices that can expose us to harm, and harm and kill our children in our effort to find equality. But the best way for equality is to find fairness and justice, but it has to be done God's way and not the way that's going to harm or kill anybody. So last question, and I'll let you go, but uh, you've got us off to a great start here. Uh, there's someone watching this program, and maybe they grew up in an impoverished community. Maybe they're uh, a single mom, or, or maybe they've had an abortion. How would you minister Jesus to them? I have actually experienced abortions myself, and I have received healing and prayer at Rachel's Vineyard. I'm a part of an organization, Silent No More Awareness, and those are through Priest for Life where I'm the director of African American Outreach called CivilRightsForTheUnborn.com. And I have received healing. God has forgiven me. And I know that there's a better way. And so we have pregnancy care centers and ministries and people of good heart and goodwill. If someone has a terrible decision to make, and once that decision is made, if we've had abortions, God will forgive us and heal us. Would you say a prayer for somebody who's watching? Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless those who view and listen and hear this message. Father, we've all been touched by abortion, whether we've had abortions or looked the other way or just never thought about it much at all. Society has been harmed by abortion. And so according to Second Chronicles 7:14, we humble ourselves and pray and turn from those ways, those wicked ways, and seek your face. We're asking you to heal us of abortion and to heal our land. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Our guest has been Dr. Elvita King. Mention your website one more time. CivilRightsForTheUnborn.com, RoeVWayMovie.com. That's it. I'm Dr. Chaps. We'll be right back. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. You know, some people are worried that we're losing our country, but they ask, how can we take a stand? We have produced now these two effective resources for you, a DVD video series and a book. Yours for a suggested donation of just $50, and we will offer you four videos on this disc to teach you how to become an effective Christian activist. For example, how did I send five million petitions to Congress? How did we organize and change bad laws or policies in 13 states? How did I run and win a seat in the Colorado legislature? We will also offer you this 30-day prayer manual, How to Liberate the World in 30 Days. They're both yours for a suggested donation of just $50. 
Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, or write to the address on your screen, or better yet, pick up the phone and call us at 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. You can learn the easy steps to take back your country. Call us today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Sign up as a monthly pledge sponsor at PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 